we were somewhere around Asbury Park on the edge of fun when the review began to take hold. Jerry, 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 Jerry. <laughs> okay, uh, welcome back. Welcome to back, Center welcome Review. back, welcome back. Here you're we are again. You're probably wondering why the fuck are these animals chanting Jerry? <laughs> like, I thought this was about movies and music, and music and comics and culture. culture. <laughs> Let's talk about culture for a second here because Jerry fucking Springer. Like, the Jerry Springer. Yeah, the Jerry Springer. Uh, so excited. And as always, jumping right into it. He, uh, <laughs> I, I, can't even, I can't even say this with a straight face. He is... So, so as, uh, let's get a little, little preface. Yeah, a little, 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 little preface. Jerry Springer has been doing the Jerry Springer show for the better part of uh, 25 years right now. And it started... The funny thing about Jerry Springer is that it started out... As a lot of those daytime talk shows did, it was very, very serious. You have a very, like, you know, sort of serious host with serious yeah. guests talking about various different types of drama, whether it be family drama, political drama, relationships, like that. relationships. You know. And somewhere around like the mid '90s, not quite sure when or how exactly, Jerry Springer just devolved into this white trash fuckfest of like stupidity and, <laughs> and it was great every second of it was fucking great and and it's been it, that's what Jerry Springer is you know for better or worse more known for now than anything else in his career you know so good for him he made something of it and constantly entertaining yeah I mean for all of us uh, 80s babies and 90s babies who when you uh, stayed home from school you know you're homesick and you got a chance to watch not only Price is Right which is uh, one yeah. of the go-tos, but then uh, uh, Jerry Springer as well. You know, and it was just you know just countless fun. It was just one of those things that I always looked forward to watching. Uh, there were always ridiculous guests. Occasionally, even uh, a few wrestlers were on it. I That's remember right. uh, Razor Ramon was actually on there. Scott Hall, which so, is cool. So Jerry Springer uh, officially wrapped production on the last season of his show um, sometime last year. Don't ask me the original date because it's not important. Um, but now the news came out this week that right. what is important Jerry Springer is coming back to TV uh, as Judge Jerry Springer. Judge Jerry Springer. You heard that right. Judge Jerry Springer. Yeah. Now, for those of you who are. I was just going to say that. Me, you heard that right. Like, <laughs> so, for those of you who are asking, how the hell could this guy be a judge? Uh, yeah, your guess is as good as mine. Uh, you know, maybe, is he an honorary judge? Is he's this like he's a been taking a lot thing? of night classes the last 26 I years. <laughs> <laughs> he practices law on the side, you yeah. know. He actually, he's actually a very good litigator, right? <laughs> yeah, and, 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 you know, and, you know, to be fair, before people start fucking, like, adding us in the comments here... I didn't do any research on this. I don't know. He might have some sort of fucking. He might be have a bar. Yeah, uh, I didn't. I didn't look too uh, much yeah. into the background. Right. Of this. I'm I mean, just going off of what I read. Good on him if he does. Yeah. But, uh, can you imagine that? Can you imagine like going to uh, going in front of the judge and God. you ask for the public defender and it's. 
Jerry fucking Springer. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, great, I'm getting off. Uh, definitely getting off. Definitely winning this. Uh, yeah, definitely so winning this. I'm just, I'm just, we're just going off of what we read on Variety. They did not mention if he has some sort of law degree or if he's a part of the bar association. Really, who gives a fuck? Because nobody's going to be watching this show for the legal ramifications. Because no. you know no. that no matter how this show, no matter how distinguished. This show starts out, it's going to very quickly devolve into just a legal version of the Jerry Springer show. He'll be chucking courtroom chairs at one another (laughs) fucking chaos, absolute chaos. Right, and the real question is, is Steve going to be the bailiff, right? (laughs) Wouldn't it be cool you see him in a little, uh, like, in a little, like, police uniform, right? So, like, you know, and then, like, he, like, has to, like, tackle somebody and... Put him in contempt of court, you know? <laughs> well, see, that's the funny part, too, because a few years back, uh, actually, probably about 10 years ago, Steve got his own spinoff show, The Steve Wilco Show, yeah. which was all, like, super serious, and, like, they, yeah. like people would constantly try to make it white trashy, like Jerry Springer, but, like, Steve was always so serious about it, and, like, like a Dr. Phil type of guy, almost. Yeah, yeah. Way more entertaining. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. I, I, I'll definitely oh, I give it a wait. watch. You know, I hope it's uh, daytime TV, and uh, with the miracle of modern technology uh we are no longer slaves to television so you know just hit your record button and uh uh and you'll be able to watch every single episode or just stream it on who, who record like a dvr who uses dvr anymore just stream it on hulu i have youtube tv man i have unlimited recording i record everything i have every single episode of jeopardy for the last three months <laughs> you're not serious are you absolutely 100 percent. because i don't and, and raw and smackdown because rarely do i ever get a chance to watch it when it's live is so is, is recording is recording jeopardy what you do to like make yourself feel smart is that how that, no, is that how i always works? get everything wrong <laughs> <laughs> but i, I mean, thought maybe you were trying to like quiz yourself and, like, no <laughs> you know you know the same reason i play hq right it's just, uh, i want to try and be smart and never like, make it past the third question right and then uh, if i ever do win you know i you know i gloat like i'm rick flair the smartest <laughs> man alive all 59 cents of that winnings baby yeah, yeah. 59 cent <laughs> So um so yeah so it's supposed to air sometime in the fall of 2019. Uh, I I can't fucking wait. Yeah, I, I as it as it approaches, I'm sure we're gonna talk about it more and more and uh, and uh, yeah, and once it comes out, you know, we'll definitely do a uh, we'll definitely do a review of it. That's for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. So um so moving on now, uh, you know, getting to uh, you know some of the the main topics. And moving reason, away from culture. Well, yeah, <laughs> the reason why you were all here, uh, talking about Venom. Right, we did our review of Venom. Hopefully, you guys got a chance to uh, to go back and to listen to that. If this is your first episode, getting a chance to listen to us. Um, if not, you know, definitely check it out and check out our review. Um, uh, spoiler alert: we uh, we actually liked it. Uh, it was a really good movie. Surprisingly um, so. And uh, Venom has now surpassed both Wonder Woman, uh, Justice League, <laughs> as well as uh, Spider Man. The original Spider Man. Yeah, the original. Toby, Sp- yeah, the Tobey Maguire Spider Man. Um, which I think is, I think it's great. I, I, you know, I think it's really cool. I think it's, it just shows how much people were, were like kind of, uh, you know, wanting the character to be in his own standalone film. And, and I think it's a really good, uh, showing that Sony is got its finger on the pulse and it, it knows what it, what it should be a good movie. But um, let's, well, let, let, okay, let, let's just be honest here though. As we said, we really enjoyed Venom. I wouldn't call it a good movie. It's more like the well, what is a good movie? Well, I mean, it's if, like did the you Sharknado of comic it? book movies. Like, I mean, come on, it's just well, dumb, brainless well. fun. Just, again, it doesn't, that doesn't make it bad. That doesn't right. make it bad. Right. 
It just it's just different. Yeah, better. It was a hell of a lot better than Justice League. Hell of a lot better than Batman versus Superman. Yeah, and uh, you know it's it's a fun time at the box office. It's short. It's short. Yeah. Hundred an hour and forty minutes. Yeah, it's you're in, you're out. Great, you get a great experience, and, and it's just awesome. So uh, I'm not surprised that it's actually done well in the box office. But what does that mean? For the Marvel Comics universe. Oh, this what is, is the fanboy question of yeah, the day. Yeah, of course. What does that mean? Are they going to pull Spider-Man out of the MCU because Sony still has the rights to Spider-Man? Yeah, so... You know, it, what are they going to do? How are they going to move forward with it? So let's talk about that because I don't I don't see it happening because let's, let's just look at a couple things here. For okay. starters, the fans loved Venom. Yep. The critics did... Actually, let's back up even further. I wouldn't even say the fans loved Venom. The fans tolerated Venom. The critics yeah. shat all over it, which is fine. Fuck yeah. critics. They're all stupid anyway. Yeah. But I think the majority of the people going to see this movie are the same type of people that go to see, like, Jurassic World. You're looking for, like, the big, fun, you know, whatever kind of movie, even though it wasn't a summer blockbuster that came out in October. Yeah. Now, With does an hour that, less commitment. Right. Now, does that, though, automatically translate into shared universe success, which is we all know what Sony is moving towards? And I personally think that Sony, the people that are speculating about how they're going to pull Spider-Man away from the MCU altogether and focus on this Venom-led universe, I think they're jumping the gun a little bit because let's look at what else Sony has on the docket. They had a uh, – I forget what they were calling it, but it was a – Black Cat and Silver Sable movie. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Which so, could be cool. Which could – no. Back up. It could not be cool because – Because they're for Black cool Cat – They are both cool characters. But together, they – they Silver Sable is an international mercenary. Black Cat's a jewel thief. Yeah, but correct me if I'm wrong, cool. but they've, they've actually been in many storylines together. No. I'm going to correct you because you're wrong. Am I wrong about yeah. that? Yeah. Well, okay. Okay. Well, so let me. I'm pretty sure they've had a couple of. Uh, right, well, let of me, runs together. Let me clarify. They've been yeah, in do, stories you're, together. You're dumb, and you're obviously wrong. They've been in stories together <laughs> that have centered around Spider-Man. Right. They're, right. 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 Yeah. Of they're course. not. Yeah, now, now, do I think that Black Cat can lead her own movie? Yes. Do I think Silver Sable can lead her own movie? Yes. And Sony was smart enough to say, we're not going to do it together. We're going to do them separately. So that's okay. I'm okay with that. But let's look at the other movies that Sony has announced. A solo Morbius movie. Okay, so so how do you feel about that? Um, I feel like it's a stupid fucking idea. Jared Leto is playing uh, Morbius. Yeah, that's also a stupid idea because I just don't really like Jared Leto. Yeah, um, why don't you like him though? Ah. Uh... Why? Because he's a little emo bitch boy? Yeah, he's a fucking tryhard. Oh, man. sounds like exactly, tryhard. Sounds exactly like Morbius. <laughs> sounds like a fucking perfect character to play Morbius. A little fucking emo bitch boy who it turns into a vampire and then he goes crazy, right? The okay. way that they can do it well, bring in Wesley Snipes to play Blade. So yes, so that's, so that's in my opinion, Wesley Snipes is is he is so overly due for a comeback. He is he is due for that John Travolta Pulp Fiction. Like they tried to do it in Expendables three, and he was awesome in Expendables three. Chengalang, Chengalang. <laughs> but, but I think that that his return to the Blade character would also give depth, additional depth to the Sony uh, the Sony series. Although is Blade owned by Fox? I, Sony. That I'm honestly not sure about. And if he, he is owned by Fox, they're not doing anything with him, so I no. guarantee they'll be willing to sell him off. So, but here's the problem, though. Or it, even do a it's the it's the 
thing where if you were to tell me that Morbius was going to be the villain in Venom 2, I'd be like, great. You've got a dark, evil villain uh, going up against an antihero like Venom. Like, that sounds awesome. But no, he's going to have his own movie. Like, it's not yeah. – he the, the character just like and, – and again, there's they could probably write him to, to work, but – as the character, as we know him right now, he just simply doesn't have enough depth to lead his own mood. Because the fact of the matter is, the most interesting story that Morbius has ever had was his original uh, story arc where he was first introduced, Spider-Man got the six arms mm-hmm. and all of that. Mm-hmm. That was his coolest story arc ever. And it revolved entirely around Spider-Man. Well, and, and Blade. And Blade. Well, and Blade, yes, yes, right. Know, the vampire hunter. But, like, obviously. you know, if they give Venom six arms... Like, you know, they just, like, swap in Venom for Spider-Man and that. It's going to be fucking stupid. And then the other movie they're talking about is a solo Craven movie. Yeah, I'm not the biggest fan of Craven the Hunter. Um, are, are there any rumors about who's playing him? I haven't heard no, much that, about No, that it. one is just a, a movie that they simply, like, greenlit. There's no, to my knowledge, there's no director attached. Yeah, there's, there's no, no script anybody. even yeah, in the I haven't, I haven't heard much chatter on that. And see, this is, but to your point, though, so this is the reason why I think Sony, Sony is shooting a little bit too far for the moon. Because it feels to me like they're yeah. doing the same thing that DC is doing, where they're just digging into this bank of characters and throwing shit at a wall and being like, oh, yeah, okay, we can make a movie this guy and that guy's guy. it's like the, that Oprah meme and you get a movie and you get a movie and you get it. and it just like it just there's no sort of cohesive cohesiveness around it it just doesn't feel like it's a, a good idea to me the, the direction they're going yeah I think you're right I, I think that um I think we're starting to to reach peak comic book uh, we're, we're sort of, the bubble is going to burst. The comic book movie bubble is going to burst. It's only a matter of time. Yeah. And um, you know, I think that with a Morbius movie, um, you know, uh, you know, unless it's you know uh, some hints at maybe Maximum Carnage uh, through the Venom film. Um, uh, yes, that's that, what I'm saying. Like, if they did that and they had things like Doppelganger, right, where they brought in Doppelganger, right, it would be cool. And they brought in Shriek, and they brought in uh, yeah. the Demo Goblin, right, and um, they they brought in you know um, not only Carnage but um, Carrion as well, right. right? It could be a really cool like bad guy team up villain story. Yeah, and not for nothing. If Marvel is going to kill off Captain America, what better way to bring him back than – because Captain America was such a big part yeah. of the end of the Maximum Carnage storyline. Exactly. One of the, one, in my opinion, one of the coolest you know, um, uh, single pages in, uh, in comic books when I was reading through as a kid, the Maximum Carnage storyline, that, that scene where Spider-Man gets beat up and then all of a sudden he looks up and standing – He's like at his uh, at his feet, yep. and uh, it's just standing there is uh, Captain America in all his fucking glory. Yeah, it's just awesome. And see, that's the thing. And like, like so, you know, like so. To be fair here, like let, let me be clear that I think that if they are well, to build uh, to build the universe around Venom and and characters that are closer to Venom than they are to Spider Man, I think it could really work. The problem is that. They're picking characters to lead their own movies that are closer to Spider-Man than they are to Venom. And again, you, as a writer, you can you can write these characters any way you want. You can make them work any way you want. But what makes a comic book character work is that uh, – on, on the big screen, what makes the comic book translation to the big screen work is when you keep the core of the character intact – 
and translate it to a different way. That's why characters like, you know, the Iron Man that we've seen in the MCU, like, he's only kind of like the Iron Man we know in the comics, but it works because the core of the character is still there. Same with Captain America, yeah, same as Brian, same with all those characters. And if you're going to bring these characters, I, I just don't think, from what I've seen, because, like, also, let, let's look at the history, too. Sony, this is the first good comic movie Sony's made in, in quite a while, because the Amazing Spider-Man movies were not that good. You know, so I think Sony has a, a fundamental misunderstanding of some of the characters that they own and i just it just seems like they're shooting for the moon a little bit and i think they're gonna fucking hit mars yeah and and um yeah i don't know it, it, the, the main thing that i would love to see is for them to get away from the 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 multiple symbiote storylines right like they they almost did that already with the first venom movie right right with this venom movie they did that Right, they're obviously going to be introducing Carnage, right? So you're already going to have another symbiote. I don't want the separation anxiety story. Oh, that I don't was so bad. Yeah. I just don't want it. Like a lot of people liked it. A lot of people liked when like the Venom symbiotes like took over the MCU right? yeah. and, and absorbed all. But to of your the, point about Blade, you know, though, so introducing, so what they should do is don't make a Morbius movie. Make a Blade movie where Morbius is the villain, and then you have two antiheroes in the universe. Yeah. Bring in another anti-hero type. I the first thought that came to my head was Punisher, but that won't work because of Netflix. But there's like a, like a Moon Knight or something like that. There's other characters Ooh. in that Moon in, Knight. Could yeah, be really cool. There's other characters. You could really that could be right? actually really really cool. Yeah, like so. So I think the way this works for Sony is they like I said, it's not impossible to build a Venom universe without Spider-Man. I just don't think you can do it with having these B and C list characters leading their own movie. I, I just no. don't think it's going to work. You need, you need the big name characters. You need the already established actors who have played those characters. Cause it's, it's one of the things because they've been in so many movies now, like I can never watch a movie with Wolverine. That's not Hugh Jackman. Right. He's just not, it's just not Wolverine. Right. Right. Like and I can't watch a movie with Iron Man. That's not Robert Downey Jr. Right. Right. It's just, he's played the character so well that, you know, I just can't, uh, I can't, uh, I can't imagine seeing it. Yeah. Right. And so, you know, but if you do it, then you get the nostalgia, you get, you know, sort of, uh, every little piece of it, right. You get everything all together. And let's be serious. We all know what's really going to happen here. If Sony does try to pull out of this deal, well, the deal expires next year after uh, Spider-Man Far From Home comes out. Mm -hmm. If Sony really tries to shaft Marvel on this deal, Disney's just going to fucking buy them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Disney is literally the Illuminati, so they're just they just have all the money in the world. Yeah. I mean, because I mean, that really is, but I mean, they, you know, nobody's talking about this. But that really is an interesting thing to think about because you have to remember. So this whole thing with Marvel selling off its properties uh, like this started in the 90s when Marvel was more or less like tanking because it was the 90s and like comics were just not they were not like, if you read comics in the 90s you know what I'm fucking talking about like right. it was all it was all pouches and shoulder pads and fucking clones you know like it wasn't the the yeah. best thing out there so that's how Marvel got into this situation to begin with where it started selling off Spider-Man X-Men Fantastic Four that's why all these other studios for so long all these other properties now the fact of the matter is I, I don't know anything about how these sales work and how the business end of it, but I'm fairly certain that if Disney wanted to, I think they're just playing nice right now. I'm fairly certain if they wanted to, they more than enough, they have more than enough money 
to just buy back the rights to these characters from Sony. Oh, yeah. Like, so, I think they're just playing nice in the sand right now, and I think one day if Sony tries to fuck them, they're just going to offer them a billion dollars for well, the rights to their characters and, and take them back. I think, I think that, honestly, I think that DC should take a cue from Marvel, right? Because DC is making all of their own movies, right? Like, like Warner Brothers makes all of the DC movies. Why not sell off the rights to one of the other companies? Why not sell to Sony? Yeah. Give give some of the characters, right? Even some of the ancillary characters to Sony, right? And let them do uh, something incredible with it. Titans, however, is amazing, right? And it's run by DC. And Titans is one of the coolest shows related to comic book characters that I have seen in a long time. It is great. It is it is edgy. It is dark. Um, it's different from the comic books. It takes a, a different look, a different, uh, you know, kind of edge to the characters. And I really like it. Um, and if they were able to do that and spread around the love, I mean, look, th they've got so many Marvel movies that are coming out because you've got Fox making some, you've got Sony making some, you've got Marvel and Disney making some. So it's, it's like their characters and their universe is really everywhere. Whereas DC is just their literal, just the... Just the movies that Warner Brothers makes. Well, see, you know, you know why Warner Brothers isn't going to do that. It's the I think I believe I believe it was uh, the great Thanos that put it into perspective by saying, <laughs> "You you're going to learn what it's like to fail, to believe so fervently that you were right, yet to fail all the same." Warner Brothers right. is stubborn. They yeah. think that they're right. They yeah. think that they're. And to be fair, Aquaman comes out in a few weeks. Shazam a couple months after that. Aquaman they might, is going to be the hottest they, <laughs> of this. this looks so bad. The more I see the previews for it, the worse it just looks. And it really I just, it bad. really is not going to be a good movie. But uh, hey, you know what? Maybe we'll all be surprised and who knows. But, uh, you know, so, so talking about bad ideas, this is just a perfect little layup right here. Sure. More hot news that came out this week. Netflix in their infinite wisdom, has decided they're going to make a live-action Cowboy Bebop. Cowboy Bebop, for those of you that don't know, that don't watch anime, um, is, in my opinion, this is just me, you tell me what you think, Sure. top five animes of all time. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, especially for, for for us who got a chance to experience it on Toonami, right, late at night, it had that edgy music, yes. it was just... It before was, Toonami was Adult Swim. Right, before Toonami was Adult Swim, right? And it was just really, really cool. Um, really enjoyed it. I, I thought it was uh, uh, just an incredible anime, you know, with the film noir, and it had that gritty detective pulp kind of feel uh, mixed with sci-fi, right? And I think that they really did it brilliantly. But to bring it into live action, I think is a huge mistake. I think it's a huge mistake. And it's a mistake for a number of reasons. Um, a, it's just not fucking necessary. No, it's not at but all. B, the whole – so what makes anime a, uh, one of the most unique forms of entertainment and, 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 and the most unique mediums is that it – it doesn't translate to, to anything else except for paper. It doesn't translate to live action. That's one of the things that makes anime great. Right. 
giant jiggly boobs, right? They're yeah. much more fun in anime than they are in real life. <laughs> well, real life movies anyway. All right. Yeah. Let me be clear. Let me yeah. be clear. No, we, we love or giant <laughs> jiggly boobs here at Ready, Set, You know, Radio. but like that's how you know that you're watching an anime. You have these, you know, the ridiculous giant jigglies and then you got, you know, crazy over-the-top action, you know, the ridiculous poses and monologues that go on and the ridiculous, you know, energy and action scenes, you know, and it's... Uh, I just don't think it's necessary. I just yeah, don't no. think it's necessary. And I think it's um I mean, I'll definitely watch an episode, but unless it's something like spectacular, I, I think it's going to be end up being like the Dragon Ball movie. Oh, oh yeah. god. Yeah. Oh, sweet uh, Jesus. Which had some good actors attached to it, but it, oh, what a garbage movie that was. Yeah, that's uh that's way up there in terms of garbage. Um so I just but to be fair, though, as much as anime does not translate to live action, if there is one anime that could possibly translate to live action, I would say this one. Because it's the only anime that I could think of off the top of my head that doesn't involve, like, some sort of mystical swords or dragons or, or, or gi- there's giant jiggly boobs. Yeah. But, like, you know, it's just... Humans, for the most part, in spaceships. Yeah, but see, the thing is, is that they they already kind of did this show. Uh, it was an amazing show that was done back in the early two thousands called Firefly. <laughs> okay, they already did this, right? They already did. Well, I guess Firefly was more space cowboy than space detective, but I mean, same like, idea though. Well, I'm not. What the what the fuck? Just bring back Firefly already. Just go, go, look, look. Okay. Uh, shout out Joss Whedon. Dude, shout out Joss Whedon. Shout out, shout out Nathan Fillion, right? Because I haven't seen The Rookie, right? And I'm sure that it's a fucking not good show. Um, I loved Castle for like the first six seasons or whatever. Um, and then it, you know, jumped the shark and and uh, did the whole Taken thing and uh, whatever. But Castle was a great show. And Nathan Fillion was amazing in it. And why not? Just give us Firefly. There's so much talk about bringing in shows and movies that have established audiences that that you you can get you can count on it. Firefly is probably the biggest fanboy audience and the biggest fanboy clamoring yeah. right now. Right, like everybody wants to see it. It would be so huge that it would literally break the internet. The re the the the, the rebirth of Firefly. Bring back Joss Whedon. Where is Summer Glau? She's not doing anything. Bring her back. Right. Bring back Nathan Nathan Fillion. Right as Malcolm Reynolds. Bring in some new characters. Bring in fucking Jane Cobb. Right. You know that fucking what's his name Baldwin's <laughs> not doing anything. Right. Adam Baldwin's not doing anything. And, like, you know, come on, right? Like, this could be an awesome, awesome show, right? That would be hilarious. It would be fun. So unless Cowboy Bebop is Firefly 2.0, like, I just don't see it. I just don't. I just, you know, I, just, it's, I don't see a point to it. Yeah, no, I I, I, could, I couldn't agree more. I think it's a fucking terrible idea. Um, yeah. But you know what's a good idea? Other news in the anime uh, department. So while Netflix is up here just making all the bad decisions as it comes to live action animes, because let's uh, let's not even talk about the Death Note adaptation. They did the live action Death Note adaptation because that was right. hot fucking garbage as well. Yeah. Um. People on the smart end of the spectrum. Funny you mentioned Toonami earlier. The folks at Adult Swim have had the absolute genius fucking idea to take Blade Runner 
right. and make it into an anime. Right. So, yeah! so uh, I think it's really cool. I think it's really, really cool. I, I think that uh, Blade Runner as an anime could be so dope. I, I think it, depending on the storyline or like and Blade Runner 2040 uh, or what was it? 2048, 2049, I think. 2049, whatever it was. Um, I really enjoyed it. It was long. Uh, it was a long movie, but visually stunning. Um, the storyline, incredible. Uh, the acting in it, incredible. Right? Like the, the it was just it was just an incredible movie. Like if you haven't seen it out there, like I definitely encourage you guys. Like go back, watch the movie. Um, you know, spend a day. You know, if you're going to be instead of marathoning a series, watch two movies. Watch the original Blade Blade Runner, the director's cut, and then watch uh, watch the new Blade Runner because they're both awesome. They're they're absolutely incredible. Harrison Ford is amazing in both, um, and just just such like such a really really cool um, two movies to be able to watch. But see, this is what I think is really cool about the the where they're going with this anime because from what well, from what we've read. The Blade Runner, so you had Blade Runner, the original movie, Blade Runner 2049, which is supposed to take place in the year 2049 right. in the Blade Runner universe. This anime series is supposed to begin, at least, who knows how long it'll last for, begin in the year 2032. So that, to me, is the coolest shit ever because it's like it's it's the same it's like taking a page out of the star wars playbook oh, which yeah. shows like rebels and clone wars yep. and yep. filling in that gap and that if you've ever watched rebels or clone wars they're fucking incredible shows yeah and when i hear the idea for this blade runner show that's what i think it it, it could be it could be a really great way to just open up this universe that we've only really gotten a chance to see through the course of two movies that have, uh, what, roughly a 40-year difference between them. Yep. Like, yep. And there's so much to explore in what they've built in these two movies, and I think right. having this anime series is just such a great way to do it. Do we know when it's going to take place in terms of like a timeline? Is it going to be like a prequel? Is it going to be like a sequel? Is it going to be in between the two movies? Like, Are, what? are, are, are you... So, uh, so everyone's everyone's listening, right? Is everyone listening to me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Your headphones. Check your headphones. Yeah, I'm, I'm I, hearing you. Because I literally just said, well, is that, that it takes place? Well, if, if I mean, if Variety is to be believed. I consider them a credible reporting source on all matters Hollywood. Uh, so 2032. I try and most of the time anyway. <laughs> Fucking asshole. <laughs> everyone who's listening to the show is only listening for me, right, guys? Right? Listen for me, right? <laughs> the less handsome one. <laughs> <laughs> um, so so yeah so this this news literally just came out this week yeah. I, they had they had there's no as far as i know as far as i've read the nobody's attached or anything yet um it's just oh I, I, one important part i really missed about this it's adult swim in partnership with Crunchyroll. right which now, is really just I mean, that's, awesome. a, that's a match made in heaven yeah you know that's that's literally a match made in heaven so for those of you that don't know, know what Crunchyroll is it's a it's a streaming service among other things where you can watch uh, any anime ever yeah, pretty much it's, pretty it's much. fantastic it's one of those it's like seven bucks a month or something it's yeah. great if you're if you stream stuff if you like anime yeah it's got yeah, a definitely good check library. out the, the crunchy roll yeah it's got definitely. a very good library um now moving on from that because obviously it's going to be really cool uh moving on from that on the opposite end uh there has also been the trailer that dropped uh sort of of the opposite direction where it was a live action show going all the way back to the 60s and now they're going to turn it into a animated show and I'm talking about Ultraman. Ultraman. Okay. Ultraman. 
Dude, I love Ultraman. I, I, I own the original series. I, I loved the series that aired here in the United States. I'm so um, jealous that you – how do you – how do you own that? Can we back up for a second? Where did you get that from? It's on DVD. I bought it on DVD. Yeah, okay, but that when I can't go to like uh, buy that now. Fifteen years ago, I we think. We gotta go. We gotta go Comic Con searching. That's what we gotta do. I bet we yeah. can find it. Oh, absolutely. One of those bootleg booths, the Comic Con. Oh, hundred percent. You probably can find every version, going from like the original version that was in the fifties, going all the way through the the Ultraman to the Future, which was, I want to uh, track that down. Yeah, Ultraman to the Future is actually on YouTube. You can watch it on YouTube. Yeah. No shit. Yeah, almost every single episode. It was only one season. That was the. Uh, it was actually Australian. Uh, but it aired here in America. It was done in English. Uh, but it was incredible. It was a great show. Uh, they made a video game out of it, Ultraman to the F- Into the Future. Um, just a really cool Super Nintendo. I don't know if they made it for Genesis, but I played it for Super Nintendo. Uh, um, Sega Genesis sucks. Yeah, I wasn't a Genesis kid. And well, you know very well there is a difference between Super Nintendo kids and Genesis kids. I was a Super Nintendo kid. Wait, wait, what? I think I know the answer, but what's the difference? I just want to know. No, it's just, you know, there's, you know, there's a difference, you know? You know those kind of people, right? You know? I always found the Sega Genesis kids to be pretentious. Yeah. Because, like, oh, yeah. ooh, can you play Sonic on Super Nintendo? Okay. No, I fucking can't, but, like, ABACABB, yeah. the blood code for Mortal Kombat. Exactly. I still remember it. I was never a Genesis kid, but I knew the blood code yeah. for Mortal Kombat. Like, congratulations, you can play... Sonic the Hedgehog and Vector Man, but literally no other game ever. So congratulations. Do you ever play Comic Zone? Yeah. Comic Zone was awesome. Was a great game. Jumping through the pages of the comic. Yeah. And you could do the Van Daminator was like the big power <laughs> move. The Van Daminator kick was awesome. Yeah. I mean, uh, so, as far yeah. as I'm concerned, if you didn't support the Turtles in Time game, your your video game console was shit. So fuck you, Sega. That's what I yeah, have to say. Yeah, well. Remember Sega Saturn? Just yes, while we're on the Sega. topic, the so, Virtua Fighter. Oh, Virtua Fighter. Oh man! Everybody looked like. And just what the, was it? Crazy Taxi? Crazy Taxi oh, was like the, the, the crazy <laughs> game. Oh man, so dumb. Um, but like, so I want to get your take on this, right? So, so Ultraman, which was a live action show, right, is now being turned into an anime, and they're sort of changing the way that the character is. He almost looks like a copy of Ultraman. And I gotta say, got a chance to look at the trailer. And the trailer Iron, looks. You meant, you meant to say Iron Man. What did I say? Ultraman. Ultraman. You said Ultraman. He looks like a copy of Ultraman. Uh, Iron Man. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> My bad. Iron Man. Whatever. All right. So Only had one drink. <laughs> not even finished with one. Um, so he looks like a copy of Iron Man, right? And he's not like a giant. He's not anything like that. He's just like a. I don't know. I, so like, it looks cool, and it's got that like. Sort of commute, uh, computer animated vibe to it instead of like regular animated. I don't know. Um, uh, it just, it, I mean, okay, it's so just not, it's not Ultraman to me. It's just yeah. not Ultraman. Like, and it looks cool. Like, will I watch it? I'll probably watch. I'll give it at least two episodes. Um, and, and I'll totally give you that. But yeah, the, but also to be fair, the trail. There's only one trailer that I'm aware of that's out, and it's like a minute long. And it like you yeah, don't really exactly. it's gonna be it yeah. drops on April first of next year on Netflix, Netflix exclusive. You know, okay, great. You know, that's really cool. But um, at the end of the day, like, is it gonna be that great? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, we'll see. I sure hope so. I hope so too. I love the Ultraman mythos. Right? It was in the in the Ready Player in um in the Ready Player <laughs> One the book instead of the movie. When Ultraman comes in, it was one of the coolest parts of the movie or of the book. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. the the well, the coolest part of the book 
But uh, I, I gotta say the so I fucking hated that movie. Yeah. But the the only thing I, I like really that. enjoyed about the movie was the fact that in that scene where uh, uh, where he uses his power up to become Ultraman in the book, in the movies. He becomes the original Gundam, the right, RX-78. Which is, which is oh, really dope. And it was such a dope scene. Such a dope scene. Yeah, and he still fights Mechagodzilla. Yeah. It is really, really cool. I fucking, as a, as a hardcore Gundam fan, yeah. I, I got half a chub when that scene popped out. I was like, yeah. yes! And, and like, Gundam! there are some redeeming parts about the movie. But oh, for o- sure. Overall, 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 overall yeah. it's just not really good. Um, So, I, so I, I didn't even realize we had a... There's a theme we have going on here. Animated oh. versus live action. Yeah, animated Transfer, versus what's better. Yeah. So the biggest live action slash animated news that has yeah. come out. Is it live and the, action? Yeah. The reason why I say slash animated is because it, this has sparked a big debate on social media. And uh, let's find out what side of the fence we sit on. So the air quotes live action yeah, live Lion action. King trailer yeah. dropped this week. Yeah. And so let's just get the obvious out of the way. This movie, if the trailer is to be believed, it is a literal shot for shot remake of the Lion King movie that came out in the nineties. And why do that? Why do it? Why make it exactly the same? Like why do it? And then just make it computer animated, right? So it looks more realistic, right? Why do that, right? If you're gonna redo it, do a sequel, do a prequel, right? Do something different. Don't do exactly what you did before. Here's the formula: nostalgia plus Beyonce equals profit. And it, that's yeah. a it's a fucking stupid formula yeah. because I can't stand fucking Beyonce. I don't know why people are so obsessed with her. But aside from the point, yo, don't mess with Queen B, bro. Oh, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. You're gonna get added up. all the time. Instagram, Listen. forget it. We just no. lost all of our followers. No. No. Forget it. No, you shut your mouth. <laughs> if, if there is, I will bet you a million dollars that of you. we do not have a single listener that actually likes Beyonce. I don't that, know about that. That can't be. You can't mess with Queen B, dude. She's the Queen B. She's the queen. I'm gonna dick punch you, man. <laughs> God damn it. Look, anyway, yeah. so so the movie is so so but here's the here's the so here's the question though. Is it live action or is it animated? Because from the trailer, and the, like just to refresh everybody's memory, the Lion King, the original Lion King, has not a one human character in it. It's all animals, and looks like it's gonna be the same in the new movie, and it's very obvious that all of this is CGI. Now, whether or not it's motion capture if there's some people attached to these suits and it's motion capture it's still so so here's the question does filming it like a live action movie but the final product is 100 percent cgi does that make it a live action movie or does that make it a animated movie for right. me it it's looks, a fucking animated if movie. if it looks live action like it's like the difference of rotoscope right like if you ever look at the old max fleischer superman cartoons or um, even the um, the Ralph Bakshi um, Frank Frazetta collaboration Fire and Ice, which is just an amazing. Oh. If you're a if you're a if you're a fan of like sword and sorcery films and butts, yeah, and jiggly boobies, um, I would definitely encourage you go see Fire and Ice. Um, definitely check it out. You can find it on YouTube. You can find it on a number of different. You can find it on Tubi. It's actually on Tubi right now too. Um, Booby. To be. Yeah, anyway. Um, it, it, great, great movie, but it's rotoscoped, right? So it's smoother, it's fluid, right? And it looks more realistic, but it's rotoscoped. Rotoscoped is not live action, 
right? Rotoscope is, is still an animated feature, right? A large majority of it is still animated, right? Just because they do computer animated and they make it look like it's realistic doesn't mean that it's a, it's a live action movie. It's an animated movie still. Could not agree more. Just because it looks like the lions are real doesn't make them real. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like so, it's and, and so that so that being said, so and then so then the the, the question is, is it going to be a good movie? I mean, yeah, probably because it's going to be the exact same fucking thing as the original Lion King, which was a great movie. It's just going to have more realistic looking lions. Yeah, like I, so. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be good. Is it still yeah, gonna it's going to make a billion music? dollars. Yeah, of course, because there's so many people who are such marks. For That's that a good movie. question. Probably not. What music? Is it gonna be? Yeah, is it gonna have the songs and everything? I would say modern interpretations of the songs, probably. Did they have songs? I'm trying to remember the trailer. I watched the trailer last week with their music, and I don't even no, remember. I don't think so. Like, I don't aside remember from the, like the beginning song. I blocked oh, that out of my mind. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I watched the trailer awesome. to say that and I like, did. Dude, Lion King was such a good movie. Oh, great. It was such a cool movie. It was such an original movie when it first came out. Uh, that's debatable. Well, Depending on who you I mean, ask. The story itself, like, okay, like, it's, you know. There, there's a school of thought, and I'm going to have to Google. I don't uh, remember the – there's, a, there's, an, an, Jesus, there's an anime. Sorry. No, there's an anime that, that came out uh, before uh, – or like a, an animated another animated movie from Japan. I'm calling it anime, but I don't think it actually was. Japanese um, animation. With, a, with like a white lion, and I you're going to have – I'm going to have to Google after the fact, and I'll post yeah. it for people to research. But there is there there is a school of thought that The Lion King is like a, a, a huge ripoff – of this movie that was nowhere near as successful obviously uh, but there's a school of thought that a, that the lion king is a ripoff of that movie i'm forgetting the name of it right now i'd have to look it up but yeah you know it's um i think it's gonna be uh, i think it'll be interesting i think it's gonna make a buttload of money i think i think oh, of course you know, it's gonna make a buttload which, of money which here's you no know, and, and it segues really nicely into the next thing that we want to talk about wait right? i don't want to segue yet because i just want to say no, one I'm, more I'm, thing yeah, yeah i'm not segueing. i just want to kind of bring up a point i just want to say that. Fuck you, Disney, just for 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 Apple. making this is an important point because Disney. <laughs> fuck you, Disney, for making me cry again. Again, like again. I cried when Mufasa died when I was a kid. Are you gonna make me right. watch him die again? Right. And you of course, James Earl Jones coming back. He's gonna he's gonna you know do the voice of Mufasa again. Just there it is. Is James Earl Jones playing Mufasa? Is he acting as Mufasa? Is he wearing a Mufasa costume? No. Is he still alive? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know the only other time it. the only other time I cried at a movie. What's that? When Optimus Prime died. Yeah, the original. The original Transformers movie. When Optimus yeah, the, Prime an, died. the animated. Yeah, the, the, the original animated movie. When Optimus yeah. Prime died. Yeah. yeah, that's the only other time I cried. Yeah. And now you can make me cry again. Thanks yeah. a fucking lot, Disney. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Disney. Great. Way to Dicks. go. Way to go. But here's the thing, right? Does it make more sense? For a franchise, right? Because we're seeing all of these remakes happen. We're seeing sequels, prequels, remakes happen for things that don't need to be remade right now, right? Is it better to to milk something for all it's worth, right? Because Lion King was a successful animated Disney movie, right? Legendary, right? They turned it into a Broadway show. Award-winning, incredible, unbelievable Broadway show, Right? An absolutely phenomenal Broadway show made a buttload of money. Okay, great. Now they're still bringing it back and they're going to try and make more money off of it. Right? Is it better to for just the, the storyline? I don't know. As a storyteller, to, to watch your, your story franchise just 
you just bleed it dry until because yeah. eventually it's just eventually you're going to make a film in the franchise that sucks, right? Yeah. There's eventually going to be one that's that's not going to be good and it's going to be bad and it's and you know and and then and then it just sours everything. I.e. Last Jedi. Right? Okay. Oh, Last come Jedi. on. Last Jedi come on. sours the Star Wars oh, franchise. Oh, I'm and sorry. And so does Solo. Oh, are you so a butthurt fanboy? Oh, I am a Where was my goddamn green here? lightsaber? Oh, my fucking green God. lightsaber. All I wanted was a badass Luke Skywalker fighting fucking Kylo Why Ren. Why did Luke run away? Oh, my God. It's not you Luke could have Skywalker. made Kylo Ren so cool. You could have made him look uh, so good. You could have put him over made him look so good as like this badass villain if he had actually beaten Luke Skywalker in a fight but no we get Luke Skywalker's fucking stupid ghost and a, with the blue lightsaber not even the green lightsaber but they don't want to make Kylo Ren be the villain that's the point he is the villain what are you talking about but they want to give their so they're positioning him for a fucking face turn what? like no. Vader no. Vader Return of no. the no. Jedi right. who's gonna be the fucking who's gonna be the bad guy then Who's gonna be the main villain? Doesn't matter. I'm not writing the fucking story. I don't know. Uh, the fucking uh, what's it? The, the jerk off general, whatever his fucking stupid name is. Oh, uh, Hux or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Hux. <laughs> Hux who, who gets fucking trolled by Poe Dameron in the beginning of the movie? He's such an idiot that he's just getting trolled in the beginning. Like, yeah. Oh, that's like a that's your replacement for Vader. So unless they bring in. Uh, Grand Admiral Thrawn, which they're not going to, right? To be in as like a badass bad guy, they don't have a badass bad guy, right? They they just don't, and it's just stupid. Like the next movie is just gonna be dumb and frustrating. <laughs> you remember I, how? You remember how before Last Jedi we got the trailer right around uh, Thanksgiving? Yeah. Uh, you know how the next Star Wars movie comes out at Christmas next year, and yeah. we don't have a trailer for it. Oh, are you oh sprouting some rumors here? Okay, oh, just some thoughts, some ideas. But anyway, so is it better to milk it for every dime that no. it's worth and see that it's just no. ruined, or is it is it better to have that uh, the Mona Lisa? Right, you don't repaint the fucking Mona right. Lisa. Right, you don't. You just don't do it. Yeah, it depends on you know. It depends on the person. I used to think that. Uh, I used to to really respect James Cameron for this very thing. Um, because he was always of the school of thought where it's like, if the story doesn't work, don't fucking do it. That's why he never made another Aliens. That's why he, he made Aliens and did not want to have another part in the follow-up to Aliens. Right, That's why Aliens he made three, Terminator and Terminator 2 and did not want to make a, mo a Terminator movie after that because he felt right. that the story wasn't. But then fucking cocksucking James Cameron, who I've lost all respect for, is That's now making seven or something Avatar sequels. Fuck you. Yeah, man. I know. Well, yeah, at the same I was time, say, turns out, turns, yeah, turns, turns out, turns out, turns right? Out, yeah, fucking just asshole. milking the Avatar series, so, and it wasn't that good. Fern Gully, no, live action Fern Gully. Don't even get me started on Avatar. Avatar was a fucking awful. It was a visually spectacular movie. Yeah, but that the the good of that movie stops there, dude. Hair it was sex, a hair sex. Oh, just a, a dog shit story. I'm gonna fuck Carbon, you with my ponytail. Oh my god, just like <laughs> fucking cardboard cutout characters with the most. The, like when I was watching that movie, I was like, I'm really, I was really bored. And then when they said unobtainium, I'm like, I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. Yeah, I'm out. I tapped. Yeah. Um. So so yeah. No, but I as as somebody that that 
writes that has done writing has created things. None of it's been Ugh, published. I've been like, writing. Yeah. And uh, I'm just saying. I'm a writer. Oh, fuck you. I'm a writer. Fuck I'm a writer. Oh, fuck <laughs> I. You are an English major, and your your shoot job, the job you do for real life, is uh, nothing to do with English at all. Except for correcting other people's grammatical... Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, your attention, yeah, your attention to detail. Good yeah, job. Exactly. Congratulations. Um, I, I don't think most people want to see that. I think that's usually the product of, of the big studios milking shit for as, as much as it's worth. But you know what the problem is? The problem with... The, the reason why money. Lion King is going to make all of the money... I hate to say it because you and I are both of the generation. The goddamn millennials. Their, their, their love of nostalgia... Plus, yeah. their love of dumb shit is just like, yeah. That's how you. That's how you yeah. make money. They yeah, they found the money. formula. They did. They found the formula, and I think you're right. I think it is going to make all the money in the world, and it's one of those things, right? That like here you are sitting on a franchise that could potentially make you a billion dollars, yeah. right? You know, and like why sit on it? Why yeah. not make it? You know, um, but. That leads us to the next point. Uh, I went and saw, you know, we, we were talking about it last week in, in our uh, Beat the Week uh, predictions, and I went and saw uh, Creed 2 this week. I know you haven't seen it yet. Creed 2 was awesome. It was such a great, it, it was like, I, I, was, I saw it with my girlfriend, and we went and we sat down for it. You have a girlfriend? I, I do, actually, and she's actually really attractive. Oh, shout out Stephanie. Yeah, big shout out Stephanie. Anyway, um, yeah, not for a, we're not just a neckbeard sitting behind microphones. Uh, neckbeard, I've heard that for a long time. Um, no, but I, I went and saw Creed 2, and, and while I was walking out of the movie, I, I really equated it to an incredible steak dinner. Like when you go out to a really nice steakhouse, you sit down and you know you're going to order a steak. Right, you know exactly what you're gonna get. You know exactly how it's gonna be cooked. You're gonna it's gonna be cooked exactly how you want it. It's gonna come with you know your side of green beans, mashed potatoes, or whatever else that you want, right? But you know that you're gonna go in. You're gonna get a steak dinner. You're expecting steak. It's not gonna be anything ridiculous or over the top or, or anything that's like weird or out of the ordinary. You're gonna get a steak dinner, and it's gonna be super satisfying and awesome. And that's exactly what Creed Two was. It was yeah. just an incredible. Like I knew exactly what I was going in for. I knew exactly what I was getting. It was it was full of nostalgia, and it was just it was just a great movie. Yeah, and so we'll we'll give you a full review of Creed Two next week after I had a chance to see it. I'm slacking here, but. Other interesting Creed well, news. Well, on the, on the point, right? The reason I'm bringing it up is because Sylvester Stallone yeah. came out on Instagram uh, this week and essentially said goodbye. He, he yeah. essentially said uh, goodbye to the Rocky Balboa character, to the Rocky Balboa story, um, and he's essentially going out on a high note. And I think that that is Smart. such an honorable way. Creed 2 is awesome. It's making a ton of money. You know, great, good on them. And I think it's just the best way to do it. I think it's it's an absolutely the best way to do it. I think it's going to make a huge um, amount of money in the aftermarket as well. Yeah, I think that's super smart and a real. I mean, Stallone is one of those guys. I just have I have nothing but respect for, and I think he's just a real class act and a real. You know, I, I think he gets a lot of a lot of shit because he's been in um, a lot of you know 
action genre movies, some of which have been good, some of which have been terrible. I think I might even actually call him Big Dumb Animal in a previous <laughs> episode. Rightfully so. He is a big dumb animal. Absolutely. But he's smart. He's creative. He, he more than a lot of people in Hollywood, uh, from a writer-director perspective, he understands – like how to craft a character. He understands what makes a good character and how to sustain that character. And if you look at the the just the progression of the Rocky character through what five, six, seven, eight movies now, right? Or seven movies, uh, eight movies. So uh, eight movies. Eight movies, eight right? Yeah. Movies now, yeah. Like it just it. And again, five not having Rockies, yeah. Rocky Balboa, and then the two Creed movies. So not having seen Creed two yet, the way he progressed up through Creed one, flawless. Like yeah. it just it makes sense. It makes it believable. It makes yeah. you believe and Creed that One this was is that character. Creed One was cool. It was an original story. It was you know you know of course the the nostalgia. Oh, it's the son of Apollo Creed, right? But uh, Michael B. Jordan is an incredible actor, and you know him playing Adonis Creed. Yeah, he's just ridiculous. It's so great. And he's got he's just he got himself into just such absurd oh, shape. He's a monster, dude. He just got into he was yeah. so unbelievably cut. It reminded me of what Rocky looked like in Rocky Three, like when he goes from Rocky Two to Rocky Three. Yeah, and he just he just goes from like. A guy who's in good shape to just chiseled. He's like fucking that, chiseled out of stone. It was like that, that scene in Tropic Thunder when he's like, oh, you remind me of uh, Rambo. You know, in Rambo yeah. 1, he was all big. <laughs> Rambo 2, we got yeah. all cut and shut yeah. up. Yeah, you're, you're just like, yeah, well, really? Thank you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Give me that damn rap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, all right. No. So, but, so, so walking away from the franchise while it's on a high note, I, I couldn't agree with it more. In fact, I think the reason that he did Rocky Balboa in the first place was because he didn't want Rocky 5 to be the end of the series he didn't want the rocky Smart. character the rocky character to go out on that note and even with rocky balboa it almost wasn't good enough however these two movies both creed and creed 2 are just incredible movies and who knows you know maybe in a few years you know god forbid you know the passing of uh of uh sylvester stallone if it should ever happens or if he was ever to sell off the rights to the rocky balboa character the really the creed character what, what the what we, well what? i'm saying the maybe because he doesn't want to do it he owns the rights to it take a turn to negative town no, I'm saying that maybe he'll pass it on and, yeah. and maybe in you know 10 15 years we'll get a, a creed 3 or something i don't yeah, know I, where, I certainly where, so. where michael b jordan fights like Mr. T's son, or like, Hulk, <laughs> or like, or like Nick Hogan, you know, like Brooke Hogan. He fights Brooke. Oh, that's right. He fights Brooke Hogan. Yeah, it's actually I, his wife. I think she could take him. It's his deaf wife that actually oh, fights God. Brooke Hogan. That'd be awesome. <laughs> so, so with Creed two, I would just like to let everybody know that I know last week when we talked about winner of the week, uh, my my trusty. Companion here said that we both yep. agreed that Ralph Breaks the Internet was going to win. So uh, post show, I feel like I reached you know he changed his answer to yeah. Creed Two. I, I really Creed Two was going to win. Yeah, the it, it came out. It was really getting good reviews, and it, it started to pick up in the box office. So I told him that was a mistake. And I was right, of course. Yep. Uh, yep. Ralph Breaks the Internet won the weekend. Yeah, uh, by a, a lot. Yeah, by now, like. Thirty million. Yeah, but Creed like Two didn't made a shit ton of money. Yeah. Also, so yeah, I think fair. I think they did their first weekend. They did fifty two million dollars. Yeah. So let's okay, talk about which who's... Is a very solid, like you know. Yeah, it's very solid. Very for solid. With a low budget yeah. like that. Yeah. So let's talk about who's going to win this week. So we've taken a look at the boards, and uh, guys, I gotta tell you, 
There it, it was, it's a slow news week, man. Oh man, there's a lot of slim fucking... <laughs> It is slim pickings out there for the ones that are opening this week. Yeah, there's so there's an unusual number of like indie type flicks yeah. opening this week, but we all know that they're not going to make money at the box office. So in terms of box office take, the biggest competition that Ralph Andor Creed has is this movie, The Possession of Hannah Grace. Don't ask us what the fuck it's about. It's uh, got I one think of the it's about an exorcism. <laughs> oh really? Oh, wow. I would have never guessed. Um, it's got one of the one of the smoking hot girls from uh, Pretty Little Liars in it. And yeah, I watched Pretty Little Liars. I just watched it because the girls were hot. Go fuck yourself. Uh, um, uh, what do her looks have to do with anything? Can't you talk about her talent at all, right? She's look. She's a, a talented actress. But she's not. That's the thing, though. She's, oh. she's not. She's they're, not. They're, okay. they're, to be fair, there were a lot of actually very talented actresses on that show, Pretty Little Liars. Yeah. She was just not one of them. Yeah, she wasn't um, one of the top. Sorry. I, I never saw I, yeah. I never saw this. Shout out Shay Mitchell, but sorry, you're just not. Yeah. Anyway, so that's the, the, <laughs> the big one coming out this week. And to be fair, it'll probably make decent money because for some reason there's still a market for bad horror movies. Yeah. Um, but I think – there's no way that Creed to I'm sorry that uh, Ralph breaks the internet doesn't take a second weekend in a row. Yeah, no way. Uh, definitely Ralph breaks the internet. Definitely going to take the weekend again. Um, it's a great kids movie. You know, um, I, I think it's going to I think it's going to do really well. Um, I, I although I think that in second place as well is going to be Creed two again. I think. Oh that, yeah, for sure. I think that the 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 word of mouth about Creed two is starting to get out there, and I think that a lot of the people who didn't see it opening weekend are going to go and see it because. It is a good movie. It's awesome. You know, it's a really, really cool storyline. And it, it has so much nostalgia. Yeah. Yet the nostalgia doesn't get in the way of the story. I mean, the nostalgia is the story, but it's like it still tells a good story. And it's it's a rocky story. It's a touching story of like as much about the fighter and boxer as it is about family and like, yeah. you know, and like like life and like winning and, and 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 picking yourself up after you've fallen down you know it's 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 such a feel good like you walk out of that movie and if you don't walk out of that movie feeling like a hundred million dollars dude like you know like you just you're like you're just not a movie fan like, yeah it just it's such a good like it's just a delicious feel good movie like and it you know what more do you want than when you're going to uh, the, to the movies um to, to walk away and, and just have that really awesome experience it just feel incredible and it's not too long either. You always want to feel good about yourself. So yeah. take our advice for what you will. Or go not. See, or not. Yeah. Do what you want with it. <laughs> go see Creed or Ralph Do this weekend. Uh, I would highly recommend not seeing The Possession of Hannah Grace. Um, yeah. But uh, tune back in. Like a, it sounds like a Netflix movie. Yeah. Tune back in next week. Yeah. See leave who it, won the week. Know, give us a like. Uh, hit the subscribe button, please. Um, let us know what you think. Leave a comment in the comment section, right? Um, do you hate Matt because he's a misogynistic jerk? Uh, you know, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> or is he being honest? Is is really? Uh, yes, I'm being honest. She's very hot. Why would I lie about that? Right, but is she a good actress? Or no, just she's not. Shit? Yeah, well, she's okay. Really maybe not. she is. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So uh, wait, what was her name again? Shay Mitchell. Shay Mitchell. Shout out Shay Mitchell. Yeah. Shay Mitchell. So yeah. um, so yeah, like we said. Go like all of our shit. Go comment at us. Don't fucking add us with all your dumb theories about how Spider-Man is going to leave the MCU. I don't want to fucking hear it. I absolutely want to hear it. I want to hear all <laughs> of those theories. I want to know every single thing that you think. 
You know, what What do you think? Is it going to affect the Marvel, the MCU? Is it not? What do you want to see, right? Do you think that, that it would be cool to see a Maximum Carnage movie, right, as like a big tie-in movie? But, you know, let us know. And uh, next week, look forward to a Creed 2 review. Tune in next week to Ready, Set, Review. Same review time, same review channel.